0: Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a black mental health podcast. I am your host, Katasso Fridge, a Florida-based therapist. This podcast focuses on mental health, stigmas, and social injustices that affect the black community. This podcast was created to bring awareness about mental health and can be used as an educational guide, but this is not to be used as a replacement for seeking help from a therapist. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black Mental Health Podcast. I'm Katasso Fridge and today I have Kaya Glover. So Kaya, please introduce yourself to the people.
1: Hello. Hi, my name is Kaya, as you said, and I am a licensed master social worker working on that clinical and uh, (laughs) I am a therapist I also do crisis counseling for middle school students and parent coaching, as well as individual mental health coaching, and then speak all over about mental health. Yeah.
0: And you also have a podcast, right?
1: Yes, I do. I do. Okay, tell them what it is. Yeah, so No by Kaya, the podcast where we talk specifically about children's mental health, and I throw in adults' mental health in there as well, because obviously the parents, it's important for them to know things for themselves as well, but mostly I tie it into how it impacts children's mental health.
0: Okay, so this is perfect for me because I always want to um, enlighten people about how their behaviors affect their children. And sometimes parents don't even know that or feel like, you know, children are just there to exist and not really have those feelings. So, what is mindful parenting since this is your realm?
1: Yeah, I focus a lot on mindful parenting, mostly kind of for what you said is that everything we do impacts the children and their mental health. So, I describe mindful parenting to people as thinking beyond the now because we get frustrated we say all kinds of things in the moment when things Mm. are happening but we have to think okay how is this going to impact them in the future and how can Mm. we make that positive on the other end
0: Mm. okay so this is something that you do to like kind of educate the parents do you do do it collaboratively with the children there
1: or they do it separately So I do it collaboratively with the children there. And here's, here's why, because I've worked with children and families in different realms for over 10 years. And a lot of people, like when I say that, they're like, what? Yeah, (laughs) it's been through um, teaching and all kinds of different things, therapy over the years, case management Mm -hmm. through several different realms. And what I've seen consistently is a lot of times parents will and say hey come fix my kid right and then I talk to the kid and they're like yeah but my mom does and that's what's affecting me so then what I do is I come in and I come in the middle and help them meet in the middle because sometimes it's like well I mean you do kind of have to clean your room and get good grades like that's kind of how this works but at the same time mom if you want that to happen and he's saying I hate when you yell at me then you probably need to figure out a different way to have a conversation with them or to communicate with them so that they're not feeling down and all of that all the time and you'll see the improvements that you want yeah, and I think I've seen that too, because
0: I've worked with children in all kinds of rooms. And I was actually working children's substance abuse and in case management and providing therapy for Department of children and Services. So a lot of that is prevalent in that department because a lot of times, you know, the kids are to blame. And then when you look at the impact there is, especially socioeconomic um impacts, you look at their home life. It's like why are you stealing? They're not just stealing just to steal today. They stole because they haven't had a meal or they took something or they're running away all the time because they're running away more than likely from the things that they're being exposed to in their household exactly and parents try to get away from that and I always say "Uh uh-uh it's not just the (laughs) child let's look at what 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 role can you Can you play in this? And what role do you already play in this? Because it is a collaboration between the two in order for the kids to be successful
1: because obviously it started somewhere and most of the time it's learned behavior too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I remind parents all the time that their time with you is a foundation. So Mm. we get other, we grow and we learn from other environments that we're in. Other people have influence but our parents and the way that we view and interact with the world around us, it starts with the parents. It starts mm-hmm. at home. So even though we have all these other influences and sometimes parents are like, well, why did they pick that up from over there? Well, because there's something in the household that mm-hmm. they're like, mm, this don't really function right. Right. I see this working for them over there. So I'm going to do that way. And, right. you know, but it all starts at home. Yeah. It is.
0: So what have you seen in your practice, like the common mistakes that parents make?
1: Oh, the number one is probably not listening to them. Mm. And it's like they have feelings and emotions. And a lot of times I'll hear parents say things like, you're a kid. What do you have to be stressed about? Well, how about you ask them Yeah, Thank <laughs> what you. they're stressing about? Yes. Um, Because that's super important and understand that because they're like, oh, well, you don't pay bills. So what do you have to stress about? Right. Let's look at this because it are bills. The only thing that you stress about. No, they're stressing. They have school. Mm -hmm. They have different peers and teachers that may not always treat them kindly. They even though they shouldn't necessarily stress about things going on in the home, like bills and things like that if they see a reason or even think because sometimes their mind just kind of goes way further than maybe what it should but Mm -hmm. they can't help it they're learning about the world around them right sometimes it's different things like that in the house that you think oh that's for the adults to worry about but they see it they're not dumb they see it and so they do worry (laughs) about those things
0: yeah, that's, that, that's important right there, listening. And children are meant to be seen and not heard. I'm like, oh my. <laughs> I think that is the biggest mistake too that fa- that parents yeah. make because it's like, yeah, I mean they hear you talking about you know the potential of being evicted and you say oh what are you stressed about right. you just living exactly. here exactly but it's like having to be uprooted from their their environment or being treated poorly in the home that's why they're stressing out or some of the uh stressful situations that they have experienced and a lot of people yeah. actually talk about being bullied in middle school and in elementary school mm-hmm. you know and parents have no idea they think that like those are the glory years and i'm like Oh no mm-hmm. like Kids have things to stress (laughs) about and kids are really mean. So, and this is the time to actually create that positive relationship with your children in order for you to see that positive outcome that you're looking for. Listen and talk to your children. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, that would be one. Do you have another one that they might make a mistake about? I mean,
1: I think that's the biggest one. (laughs) Overall is listening. Absolutely. That definitely is the number one thing, but then also understand, I think parents forget what it was like to be a kid. Mm. And for me, because I would say things like, well, when I have kids, I'm not going to do this, 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 and people's response would be, oh, you just wait, you're going to learn and see. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh no, 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 I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that. Mm-mm. So I would literally pray, Lord, mm-hmm. help me to remember what it was like mm-hmm. to be a kid and all these things I said I would never do. Yeah, And like, sometimes just put yourself in their shoes and understand, like, how would you feel? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times the way that I connect that with parents is if your supervisor talked to you and treated you the way that you do your child mm-hmm. how long would you be at that job and how happy would you be mm-hmm. about what's happening yeah because if uh-huh. your boss is yelling at you all the time never giving you praise or recognition Nothing. for anything that you do yeah what would happen you'd be gone you got no I'm not putting up Exactly and it'll be like I'm
0: done I'm not I'm not happy here and I'm just gonna act out maybe I'll show up to work late or maybe if I do this and try to see or you know sometimes kids overcompensate with their parents just to get that validation that they're looking for and and when it never comes they go elsewhere for that. And and then, then parents are like, "Oh, where did I go wrong?" Well, let's start here. Let's <laughs> yeah. look at the list of things that you have missed, and typically, their signs and symptoms before they actually go out. So, how does parents who have dealt with trauma affect the children? Because parents think, "Ah, are we all good," but I know that in some capacity, it does.
1: Yeah, I actually, my last podcast episode was about that, like healing yourself Mm -hmm. to make sure that you're not putting that onto the children because trauma impacts everything. It Mm -hmm. impacts the way that we think about ourselves, about the world around us, about people, whether we can trust people or not. It impacts the way that we speak to people. Mm -hmm. And so you might be reacting to a trauma trigger, mm. but your child is yes. the one dealing with how you reacted to that. Mm. So maybe there's something, and it could have been, it, it doesn't have to be this huge, like big ordeal kind of event for mm. it to be trauma. And yeah. I think that's kind of also like what we need to understand is that anything could cause trauma really mm-hmm. and so maybe your child is doing something that your sibling used to do that would bother you right mm-hmm. but because you haven't dealt with that or gotten over it you're reacting to them as if they're your sibling well they're not
0: yeah they're your reality check so yeah to-
1: yes absolutely check yourself um it could also be no, i'm trying to think of like specific examples but there are so many ways because we do put our stuff on our child the way that we view ourselves, mm-hmm. the way that we've experienced the world is what we present to them and then you're mm-hmm. teaching them like if you don't trust people because of your trauma what are you going to teach oh your my children? yeah and i see yeah. that
0: one a lot Mm-hmm. I see that one entirely
1: too much. It's
0: like, well, you can't be around these people because when I was growing up, these people used yep. to do this, that, and the third.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's like, well, you're in a different environment. You be living in a different time. Allow your yes. child to explore the world as they see it. Oh, when I was in, in school, I didn't do this. So my child has to do this and uh-huh. they didn't need to have this career. So we're yes. too busy projecting what we didn't get or what we exactly. wanted to get, period onto our children and then it's just too much and you see that a lot in black communities because of the lack of opportunities
1: that we've had Mm -hmm. absolutely my grandma was big on that so Mm -hmm. for her because Mm -hmm. of her experiences what she saw and all of that she didn't like when we would spend the night over people's houses and Mm -hmm. every single time we had to hear this I don't think you should be doing that and you need to be careful and da 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 Mm -hmm. And I'm like, can I please just go enjoy being at my friend's house? Like, and I understand that that's a reality that Mm -hmm. anything can happen. It can. But if you're projecting that onto the child, like, can they just enjoy? Like, yes, you teach them. Okay. You know, these are the boundaries that we set. Mm -hmm. Can you just let them just. Make their own decisions,
0: and and I I just wanted to say this on the record: parents allow your children to have a voice. Mm -hmm. I had a podcast um, last year, the year before, about you know allowing your children to have a voice because they're just not robots or any. Type of mechanism that you could tell what to do. It's like allow them to have choices. Number one, that's when you're going to see the most success. Provide those choices and then make them feel like they are part of the process of who they're becoming as an individual. We get lost in trying to make sure our children are so perfect that we actually end up harming them or traumatizing and causing that resentment that we don't need. The very thing that you're trying to escape is what you're
1: bringing into your household. (laughs) yeah exactly and I'm glad that you said that about choices and I often yeah. connect that for parents with anxiety and being yeah. able to make good decisions mm-hmm. so when it's I make the choices because I pay the bills or whatever kind of mm-hmm. power struggle that you're having there yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> the usual yeah the usual. then when they're older they struggle with making decisions and it causes this big like anxiety provoking kind of thing and you're failing them so a part of mindful parenting is starting when they are as young as you can start one two Mm -hmm. um really even before that giving them choices Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where the foundation starts and they Mm. it also impacts self-esteem like oh Mm. my choice matters I get to choose what's good for me yeah it's like yes so Mm -hmm. maybe it's choosing their clothes in the morning or choosing which pair of shoes they wear and a lot of parents are like oh well they don't know the difference between the weather outside well then get two weather appropriate choices and allow them to pick this one or that one.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's all about like (laughs) providing, I went through this with actually a parent that is, like her son is 20 years old and she's still trying to make Mm -hmm. choices for him because this is what she wants him to do. I'm like, he has degrees. He's hated everything that he's done. You're trying to make wow. him go to an HBCU. You're trying to make him do all of these things that he's not comfortable doing. I said, okay, you want him to be successful? Can you come up with a plan of four choices so he can know? Because all of this time, you've been trying mm-hmm. to make him do what you want to do. Because the last thing you want him to do is to go to an HBCU and not go to class because he's not in your household. Right. So yeah. give him a choice. What does he like to do? Explore that with him. Like, what boundaries have you set with him? What things yeah. are you not going to allow in your house but at the same time still incorporating his wants and his needs in order for him to be successful? Exactly. And he's tired of school because you made him graduate <laughs> at 16. And he, the all these things oh. that come with, you know, trying to be a, a, a great parent, but mm. in the long run, it kind of comes back and it's too much to kind of handle from a standpoint of a child
1: that becomes an adult who just wants to be at home because they have to fill this big role. Exactly, and remembering they're not going to be a child forever, Mm -hmm. Um, and where do these skills come from? They're not gonna magically appear Mm -hmm. at 18. And it's funny that you brought up that client because I have a client that's almost opposite where the mom has Mm -hmm. made all these decisions for him and mm-hmm. done everything for him mm-hmm. and now she's like but he can't make no decisions well <laughs> where where did you teach him how yeah. where did you teach him yeah. that it was okay mm-hmm. to make a decision and to learn how to be comfortable with whatever decision he made whether it was good or bad you learned a lesson or it goes great like yeah. either way yeah. but now you're bringing him to me yeah. and I'm like fix them fix them yeah
0: so it's like it's always that uh fix me up i want you to make sure that you know my child is done and perfect after that but what can you say to parents to let they go foster a positive relationship with their children or child
1: always think relationship first mm-hmm. and have an open relationship and i i think that's where a lot of black families struggle is Mm -hmm. we're scared to talk about certain things, but Mm -hmm. giving them the space to talk about whatever it is and not being Mm -hmm. scared to have those conversations Mm -hmm. is going to build a great relationship and being mindful. Like it goes all back to that is how am I treating them? What kind of person am I showing them that they are? By Mm -hmm. the way that I speak to them and Mm -hmm. interact with them. Um, Do things together. And it doesn't have to be anything like extravagant and cost a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But hey, let's all stay in the house and watch a movie tonight. Let's play Mm -hmm. a game. What would you like to do? (laughs) Like And putting it back in those choices.
0: Yes, absolutely. What would you like to do? and that's part of the whole process of being collaborative and parenting and having that relationship and also like I think that parents can have a role in how children you know become adults they have a huge huge impact because childhood trauma Mm -hmm. goes all the way into relationships and it tangles everything up and people are wondering oh I've always been this way well it's not acceptable because <laughs> your childhood was not good and let's yeah. resolve that first and then we can resolve yeah. your relationship that you're in or the situation that you're in and and i think that too you're right like making them have a choice and see what they like um, and also incorporating what you like as a parent because yeah. they get to know you more it's about learning one another exactly exactly and that we forget sometimes so how can parents empower their children you know, because this one right here is so important. We forget and we have to do better in empowering, especially in the Black community. Can we show affection? Right. Hello? Can we show yes. affection? Just and this is a, the, yeah, yeah we can.
1: Yeah, so empowering, I try to use affirmations as much as possible. And people make fun, of it because I do it with all my friends and everything too. So, yeah. My dad was in brother-in-law like they were all helping me move and I'm like you are so strong thank you so much (laughs) and they're like but I'm like no like that's what I do all the time so Mm -hmm. um try to implement more compliments than telling them what they didn't do right or if you are always telling them clean up your room clean the dishes do this do this do this well I need you to go add about three affirmations to everything that you just said. Mm. Um, I s- always tell people there's a couple of things that you should be always telling your children. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Which I get a lot of pushback on that one because they're like, well, that's what they're supposed to do. Oh, okay. But how good does it feel to you? Yeah. to hear yes. Thank you. And we go back to that supervisor situation. If, you were doing all these things, you went above and beyond or even just doing your everyday job. They don't have to say thank you. They don't have to give you any kind of appreciation. Mm -hmm. You get a check, right? But how much better does it feel when someone goes out of their way to say, you know what? Thank you so much for being here and doing what you do and contributing. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. if they took out the trash without you having to ask, or even if you asked and they Mm -hmm. did it the first time, Mm -hmm. thank you for doing that thank you for responding to what i asked you to do yeah um or if they especially if they did it without you having to say anything yeah thank you yeah um i love you that should definitely be something that said multiple times every day I think Yeah, Um, and that is a part of affection as well and I don't know why we're so uncomfortable with even just saying I love you and things like that but yeah and I've seen it a
0: lot in black moms telling their sons that it's so different and they say they think they struggle and it's like some is intentional some is unintentional where I've heard like well he's growing up now I don't need to tell him um I love him he knows I love him and it's like no he wants to hear that yeah. so that he could choose the right women That he wants to be with, and he knows that he matters, and then he needs to feel empowered that he is a king, and he needs to know that like everything around me is positive, not negative, or I have to assume what love looks like so he can know what it is.
1: And you know, and saying you're doing a great job. So Mm -hmm. maybe it's that they're getting all A's, and they've been doing it for so long that you just come to expect it, but you Mm -hmm. never know like do those check-ins and things and you know what you're doing really great it sounds like this class has been a little hard for you but you're still pulling these grades that's amazing Mm -hmm. or whatever it is expressing to them how you feel positively Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and (laughs) that will empower them so much kids want to please their parents regardless of what you might get from society or whatever they really do and they want to and that's why kids tend to rebel and you know oh daddy issues mommy issues all Mm -hmm. that stuff it's because they wanted to please you in the beginning like that's really what it goes back to Mm -hmm. and so just acknowledging them and the Good things they're doing because it's easy to pinpoint. You didn't do this. You didn't do this. Your grades mm-hmm. are fallen I had to tell you 18 times. You're always on your phone. Did, like, yeah, okay, all the They have a lot positives in there. <laughs> yeah,
0: we want to hear that. Like, we we want to hear that, and the kids need it. Even as an adult, like, we like to be affirmed sometimes because you know we don't want to feel like everything that we've done is all in vain we want to make sure that it's positive and the people like our boss saying oh you're doing an amazing job it's like okay that's good so it motivates you to do more and when your parents recognize that you want to do more for them um you're more than likely to do things when they don't have to ask you 18 times they ask you once or twice and you can get the result it's called reverse psychology parents
1: reverse psychology (laughs)
0: treat your kids with respect and how they want to be treated, you'll get what you want
1: yeah and it's okay to treat your kids with respect like I just need to reiterate that like one or two times that it's not just about them respecting us it's Mm -hmm. us respecting them as well because they're human they are people too and they have feelings and all of this that sometimes get overlooked but acknowledging that is going to make a world of difference in mm-hmm. your relationship how they respect you mm-hmm. you know we say all the time in the black community you got to give respect to get it but yeah. you think that that doesn't apply to your kids but it does it does so Absolutely. when you're talking to them crazy why do you think they're gonna follow your rules yeah. like, that please stop cursing at your kids right (laughs) that's the number one
0: thing that (laughs) irritates me with parents stop cursing at your kids it's just like the number one thing it's like you're not gonna get a positive result yes it's cute people say as adults like yeah my mama used to curse me out it's like why is that even okay why are we doing this in the black community just damaging our children and damaging ourselves yeah. in the long run because and even though you're strong you're you're a good parent and you're doing all that you can for your kids it doesn't give you the right to curse them out where they don't listen to you it causes more stress and then there goes the parent guilt there that you have to sit with but you refuse to apologize now what
1: yeah yeah so apologize to them.
0: apologize to your children and give them respect because that is not okay and, yeah. you know, this is going to only foster a positive relationship when they're able to f- be forgiving human beings. And I think that the reason why all of this is happening, it ultimately is, like, leading up to adulthood. Whatever exactly. they see now,
1: it's going to roll over into adulthood. Right. Yeah. And that's what I mean by thinking beyond the now. Thinking mm-hmm. beyond today and what's mm-hmm. going on in that particular moment. like. Mm-hmm because it goes into adulthood, how they respond and interact with other people, all of that, like every single thing, it has an effect. Mm-hmm. It does. And how can people
0: uh, find you or reach out to you? And thank you so much for coming on and enlightening us about, you know, mindful parenting and um, how can people reach out to you?
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed our conversation. So yes. I am at Notes by Kaya on pretty much everything, Instagram, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a parenting group. That's link for that is in my bio on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the podcast, Notes by Kaya too. Yeah. So, um, and then my website is notesbykaya.com.
0: So everything is Notes by Kaya, K-H-I-A. Yes. So go ahead and follow her, show her some love. And thank you so much for being here with us. Okay. Yes. Thank and you. You're, you're welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. You can catch us on Anchor and all your favorite media streams. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube at Silent Symptoms Podcast. Let us know if you have any feedback or topics that you would like to hear.